Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Thank you so much for joining us. Joining me in the studio is Brian Malkowitz. You always go there first. No, right? no, nope, you can't nope. do I'm that. Switching it up. I'm switching it up. I was waiting. Travis Northup, McClunky, and I'm your host, Destin Legary. Not a lot of news this week. Just kidding. Trials is back. We're going <laughs> to yes! talk about trials. I'm stoked. We're going to talk about Director's Cut 2020. And at the head of the show, C.J. Gibson texting me saying he wanted me to share this tweet with you all. Oh wow. He misses the show. He misses you guys. Just seeing this image below is wild and incredible. He has a typo. What's the Just seeing the image below in the wild is incredible. Trials hold such a special place in my life, and I'm sure it does for many of you. Can't wait for March 13th. Fist bump. Tri- hashtag trials of Osiris. Hashtag trials is back. Thank You're you so much. damn right, CJ. Yeah. I'm with you. Thank I'm you for sharing. Stoked. Now let's talk about why he's wrong. He's right. He's right. Trials right. matter so hey, okay. the, the only okay. thing they got anyway, we'll, we'll get we'll get into yeah, yeah. it. We'll let's out. open with the trials topic. Yes. We'll talk about the director's cut 2020 later because yep. there is some contentious stuff there. So trials is coming back. Flawless is next season's title, apparently. D1 trials armor is returning and it looks glorious. It does seem to have some sort of glowing element for glow- going flawless. Uh, three maps returning are Cauldron, Exodus Blue, and Anomaly in Old Russia. And if I check my Twitter, I actually tweeted some stuff that might be further. But uh, in any way, does anybody think this is bad news? It was before they rescinded the the artifact. So originally, there there was talk about how the artifact power would be a thing. So basically, that dude who farmed and got to 1,000... Last season, yeah, as would they call have him, just Luke been a god, lost sector bounty goblin. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the really so a really bunch of people name. for the first week would just lost sector bounty goblin or whatever Brian just called it, and, and <laughs> be it. gods in trials, right? <laughs> and so there's a concern. So they came out and said uh, artifact power only in trials and Iron Banner is not going to be a thing. So I kind oh, of, so I kind of assumed that Artifact wasn't going to be enabled in Trials anyway. We will be disabling the Artifact for Power-enabled PvP bracket Iron Banner and Trials oh. until we can implement a Power Cap feature. This cap will allow us to weave Artifact and Power Pursuit together while preventing onbound power growth in PvP. Hmm. Yeah, so I kind of assumed the Artifact me. wasn't going to be active in trials i mean they, it was originally planned like they were they were talking about it and tweeting other people saying yes it will be really so yeah. here's what they said the day it was revealed power enabled old armor is back uses connection based and card state matchmaking uh it's good cards are back so you can glean that from the the note and there is a new lighthouse that was off the top of my head is and it a new lighthouse or is it the lighthouse from before i bet you it'll be new Maybe if we get built there, it. you'll be able to tell us. We built it or we relit the be- beacon to... Yeah, we built it, Luke we... said, with our Fractaline donation. Yeah, so I assume that we built something new that's right. going to be dope. I hope it's huge. I hope it's like as big as the tower somehow. Yeah. That'd be dope. So, Do you think State 14 is going to move there? 
I think. Well, no, well, it's got, well, got you got to think about like how how the lighthouse worked in D one is that it wasn't a social space that you could go to all the time. Like if if, if the lighthouse is the same as it was, you can only get there when you go flawless. I think mm-hmm. it will be if yeah. if if uh, Saint is the vendor for trials in D two, he'd have to be somewhere else. Right, so people can get their bounties, their boons, their player cards, or all that such. True, get in the tower. He can be in both, but from from him. So if he's if he can't be in the lighthouse, if you can only get there by going flawless, could he be in both? So that'd be weird. That would Real be weird. quick, I'm super excited about trials. I think it's great. I've already been playing a ton of PvP. I'm ready to go flawless next season. What you guys are excited too, right? Yeah, I am. I don't I'm know excited I am. to go flawless one time and then never do it again because I will be a detriment to the team. <laughs> so I'll probably never get the flawless uh, title. Title. Yeah. So on that note, here's one concern I have. I worry that the season is going to be only focused on trials, and I worry about what's going to be there for other players. Brian, I do see you have notes about that. Um. So so it's worth noting that see, that trials is not the seasonal content because they it's free to all players trials is free you don't have to buy the season pass to get uh, it so season 10 uh season worthy has to be something else it has to be other stuff that you know what we've been having for the past few seasons now i'm sure it's going to be on par with what season of dawn and undying were because you know not to skip ahead to talk about director's cut but you know they're t- talking about shaking up what seasons are and how they how they affect the world. So it's going to be newer content that we're, you know, kind of used to getting in seasons. So I, I, yeah, obviously they haven't revealed that stuff yet, but try, it being a season based around trials, I don't think it's going to be a thing. So do you know that? Or are you don't assuming? know that, but they, but I mean, they have said that trials is free for everybody. Yeah. yeah. You can't, you can't make it free for everybody, but still have everybody pay $10. So do yeah. you then think there's the, just nothing. Yeah. Do you, do you think so the flawless title will be for trials specifically? And there will be another title. I think there will be another title. And I think the flawless title won't be tied to season 10. This is just me. Assuming yes. it. Like we're gonna get we're gonna get two titles. Like I'm this is a speculation. If next season is nothing but trials related things, that mm-hmm. would be bad. I don't know yeah. how they would just bring I wouldn't that, mind bring, well, personally. Well, here's the thing though, you gotta think about the entirety of the player base, right? right? And while we're PvP people, I fully recognize that that mode is not for everybody. There are people like Brian who suck at PvP. It's also only available on the weekend, right? PvE. Yeah, it's, it's only available on the weekend. So well, so that that, it's only available on the weekends too. We were they've they've already teased what's coming up story related wise with Osiris and Rasputin, mm-hmm. and plus today they ha- you know today being is today Friday today's Friday they put out that lore thing. Um, yep. Just read about Osiris and and uh, Sagira. Um, and Rasputin. And Rasputin. So it's, you know, there's, there's, there's more new stuff coming with the season. Yeah, I think you're yeah. right. I think there will have more stuff be, uh, in addition to Trials just because Trials is weekend only. It does have a very specific niche audience. Mm-hmm. And I think Bungie's admitted in the past that, like, it's a pretty small player base. Did they confirm it as weekend only? Like it's I assume. Going, yeah, well, that's an, the assumption. Because when is March 13th? Is March 13th a Friday? Friday yeah. Is it a Friday? Yeah. Okay. Is it? Yep. Okay, so we are happy about trials. That's what we know about it. Some people are complaining that it's the old armor. Here's the thing about the old armor thing. It is the best armor they've ever designed. 
It's true. It's seriously my favorite armor in the entire yeah. game. So like that whole repackaging thing, it's so we tired. They're going to do new stuff there too. There were those raid armors from the final year of Destiny when they added all the raids back. Yeah. yeah. Those were those were great too. Yeah. I, I will yeah. say I will say that. So it's a free thing that's free to everybody and they're bringing back old armor. Well, guess what? It's free. It's free. <laughs> so You're like, not paying for any of it. Yeah, it's in the uh, free base version of the yeah, game. So, so I don't know why that's an issue. There's going to be another season. I think it's because people are thinking and they're concerned that uh, PvP is only going to be the focus of the next season. It's that not, that it's would be like so not going to be that. Yeah, if that was the case, we'd run into they another said, season. They, the they already also said they're, they're they're you know in the coming weeks we're going to learn more about season ten and what it all has to offer. Yeah. Sure. So and so the other thing too is that we ever since trials, but even before they released, before they took away trials of the nine. Everybody was, you know, and after everybody was just like, oh, just bring back trials of us or trials as it was in D1. That's what we looked at. Exactly. So it's like now we're at a point (laughs) where it's that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's exactly they that. Did that. So it just far, took like two extra years. It yeah. just took them. Yeah. I, well, I imagine that they, they went through iterations of what trials is and they've tried yeah. to shake it up, tried to come up with something new and tried all these different things. And then ultimately came down to trials in D1 was the yeah. best. Yeah, you know, as it is. So it's like, you know, we're going to cut our losses and just bite the bullet and release trials as it was. That's what people loved. That's what we've come to the conclusion. That's it's a very different sandbox, though. It is. And, you know, they and they haven't revealed, like, all of the sandbox changes that are coming mm-hmm. with Season 10. So we'll They talked about a few, actually, Brian. Why don't you talk about some of the stuff in Director's Cut 2020 or... I see you have the TWAB notes there. That's what I'm sort of referencing. These TWAB notes? And the Actually, sub, the, the that's sub-class. his that's These his are my, notes. These are my own personal notes, so I don't forget to say things if I even look at them. But Okay, well, let's talk about the subclasses specifically. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, like the change. Well, they didn't They didn't specifically say... Well, I mean, they said what, about the melees. They're, they're changing one-shot abilities to... Yep. They're nerfing them. Being weaker, yeah. Being, they're, still, they're still one-shot, but they're nerfing them in, you know, terms of, you know, magnetism and... and you know tracking which is very justified because seeing the uh, The sunbreaker track is well seeing seeing the melee uh warlock melee warlocks have long been at a disadvantage in melee fights Mm. because it takes them slightly longer than titans and hunters to recover from making a melee attack so next season we're extending the warlock's basic melee range by one meter Wow. That's a lot. So a total of 5.5 meters. Warlocks will still melee slightly lower than other classes. That's a large. Isn't the Nova fix in here, too? Yeah. Are you talking about about the handheld supernova? What's that under? Um, One shot? Well, that's under one shot. One shot, which is what I was talking about. They're making the time you can hold it one second less. Good. And And taking the the charge time takes longer. Titan shoulder charge, Argot targeting. It is reduced because you can basically do a 90 degree turn. And people, for Hunter, the weighted knife, thank you. Is they being needed that for sure. Reduced, uh, it's high tracking significantly. Well, have you That's seen? Have you it mildly? Have you yeah, seen some of these videos? It reminds me of the old days in like of like the memes of Modern Warfare Two, yeah. where somebody tossing a and knife and corner. it's just like it's just yeah. like. All the thinking clips. on the floor, and then it hits somebody in the foot, and then they just fall over dead. And you're just like, "That's <laughs> yeah. not, that's not okay." Yeah. As for the warlocks handheld supernova, we've made a number of changes to bring this ability in line with the other one shot abilities. Well, yeah, part even of, though they are still reliant on an exotic slot being taken up, and the other classes are they not. can also kill multiple people with it, though. They can. True. Especially yeah. since they're narrowing the, yeah. the range. Are you guys defending handheld supernova? No, I'm saying it's kind of a I, What I'm saying is that warlocks, have, to have a one-shot melee, have to rely on exotic when the other classes do not. I'm not. The nerfs are fine. Such because a better one-shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah the, nerf, the nerf is fine because obviously it's going to cause a lot of problems. Here's specifically how it's changing. 
Sorry, Brian. Finish. Yeah, no, go ahead. No, no, no. I'm finished. Okay. Our data indicated that even without controversial hold, handheld supernova needed to be adjusted. Yeah, mm-hmm. it did. Increased activation time by 0.6 seconds. So you got to do that charge the longer. The charge takes longer. Mm-hmm. The Re- time you can hold it. Reduced hold time yep. from 3.5 to 2.5. Reduced range by 20%. Tightened horizontal spread of bolts by 25%. Bolt explosion now does self-damage. Good. Reduced bolt explosion radius from 3 meters to 2.5 meters. So to me... But that means that, that since the bolts are closer together, they actually do more damage in, but, in a smaller space. But spot. they could also damage you. So to me, this is more of a gamble play. If you want to hop in and potentially suicide to get one kill or two kill, you're going to result more often in a draw or something like that. I think some of the nerfs, the, the, the nerfs to the one-shot abilities are justified. But personally, I would like to see that the Warlocks get their own you know, one-shot melee ability that isn't reliant on an exotic piece. Personally. Any other adjustments you want to note on, Brian? Because I see you have subclass tuning on there. I just want to make sure Brian. The subclass tuning. Right. Well, the subclass tuning. You know, they talk about the the three passes: Stormcaller top, Striker mm-hmm. bottom, um, and Archstrider bottom yeah. are being brought down because mm-hmm. they're being because they're you know they're, they're the top they're dominant. the top they're the top performing super yeah. dominant, um, which kind of sucks in a way because they feel they feel good they feel fun and they don't feel like they break the game. Well, guess I'm going void. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, they, they are tuning. They are tuning some void paths. They're not talking about what they're doing yet, but it just sucks to see um, when things are feel, feeling fun and they feel effective, but they don't feel broken being nerfed. Yeah, it's like I don't feel like any of those classes don't feel broken to me. Yeah, um, and well, I mean, for me as a hunter, that gives me two options. Right? Sorry, Brian, yeah. I cut you off again. No, no, yeah, I'm just, I'm just saying that like it, it just like yeah, I'm sure they're afraid of power creep, but if they tuned all of these abilities at the same time to feel this, you know, not the same, but feel like. They're as effective and as fun um, without being broken. That's what they need to do rather than just taking them down so that way they feel in line with the rest of them. It's like, well, now they're just not going to feel as yeah. fun or as effective rather than I, I, like, I feel the like, other one's feeling better too. Am I the only one who feels like all of the supers in D2 are, are weaker than D1? Uh, tickle fingers for sure. That. What's that? I would not agree with that. Really? Uh, I've seen people use tickle fingers in PvP. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, well. That, that one. That one. That one's pretty strong right now in PvP. Blade Barrage is a free shutdown for an alt super. Mm-hmm. You know, that's usually true. you have to get close-ish to shut down like a Nova Warp or something. Mm. And uh, yeah, I think you still have options. I'm thinking. I, I've been a hunter main now for like a whole season, so I have to think about my options. If they're nerfing my favorite Arc Strider class, then I'm like, well, okay, I can still go Blade Barrage and shut it down because I actually don't like the other solar subclasses i right. didn't like the weighted knife subclass i just yeah. gonna get used to the feel of it and now they're nerfing it it's like that's not gonna be a thing for very long. right yeah I, I guess what i remember from d1 is that you had way more damage resistance while using your well, yeah they I definitely they've true. definitely took they've down tweaked, the that, they've tweaked yeah. that for i remember sure. as a titan in the striker class just running around and every smash being a one-hit kill which is not mm-hmm. not the case anymore uh i don't know i, I kind of feel like they're generally the the supers are weaker in d2 one thing in the trials reveal that i noticed on your point is that somebody got hit with a dom blade and did not die that's not okay they had to get hit again that's not okay it was a two hit with dom blade and that's not cool especially since the, that's the, golden, well, that's, the golden gun is a one hit kill i think what sure. they were trying to show was that uh power is enabled and the damage numbers were all oh, over oh, yeah, the place if, if, but that there's no way those are accurate if, that's yeah, like if, pow- if power is enabled and that's that was the case of it you know and like if that person was like 30 light above, then sure. You know, if you're going in 30 light 
under what like the most people are at in trials and that's on you yeah. for going there so if you're with you know that's that's the whole point of the power enable right and you should know that let's talk in. about the whole power enable thing that yeah. totally would have been a mess right absolutely well like we said the lost sector of bounty goblins going yeah. in and coming out and like you know just being you know a thousand fifty light going into it and they're just like tyranny against you know all the other people who are actually skilled but they can't kill them because time to kill is low might it still be a little or odd high. though because of the soft cap and the hard cap that's really hard because you guys have talked about how the fact that you have no incentive to get to the actual cap anymore right is this now enough to get you guys there and do you think that the people who log on and they get those tier one or whatever it is uh powerful engrams are, are those people going to have like a huge advantage the people who who get those well, that's, I think that's the point. Yes, in, in in a certain case, but that's the point, right? It's like you're you're gonna have that advantage if you're putting the time in to get pinnacle weapons to get to max light. Then yeah, you should have the advantage if you're going against an opponent who doesn't want to put the time in to get that power advantage. But it's only ten. So yeah, it's, it's only ten. Not. It's probably not going to be much, you know, but still something. But it might be the edge. Yeah. What's your note about sticky trip mines? There, they sticky again. Uh, they're sticky again. Yeah. On people. Like they stick to other they, guardians. They didn't yeah. clarify, but I they didn't clarify, but I imagine it is. And my note is that I hated when they took that away. That's great. Yeah, they took it yeah. away. So I'm just I just hope that they're not one hit kill, or if they are, they have some other sticky grenades from other classes that need some love too that are very weak in comparison. Yeah, there's no good Titan grenades. Well, the one that takes your yeah. super. And then the the warlock fusion grenade that is sticky doesn't do a lot of damage if you stick yeah. it. Yeah, right. that's true. Um, so that, that was that was my note on that. Yeah. So if they if they're one hit kill, it's like well you have some other sticky grenades that are weaker in comparison. To yeah, them. Um, I don't. But they, they, they don't, they're they one hit. They're they, probably not one hit. They're yeah, probably they like current fusion grenades yeah. in, like the, the in the in the in the in the twab. They yeah. just said, oh yeah, and the grenades are sticky again. Good. They, that's all they said. They didn't say like they're adjusting power or anything like that. So I imagine they're not, but. They could go into more detail later. We got 20 minutes left in this room. Do we? And there's an elephant in the room. The director's cut? The director's cut. There is one major megaton that has the internet on fire. Legendary guns being retired. Here's the TLDR. Legendary guns will stop being able to be powered up basically so they won't be viable. They'll cap at a certain They'll cap 9 at a to 15 point. months. Or 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 they Here's might my re- thing about it. Sorry Brian. I was saying it's like they'll they'll uh, they'll cap that or um also the they also have the ability to to take away certain perks. So that's that's going to be interesting. What do you mean by that? Like just retire they could retire guns or perks. Interesting. Like, so if you had a gun, if Recluse has a crazy perk, they could just retire. They can retire. Like, yeah. all right, you've had your fun. So unique perks. So like, if one day they're like, yeah, if they're like multi kill clip, we're done with that for now. They could retire it. I was a little salty about this at first, but here, here's the compromise that I think would be really, really good. First of all, Bungie, if you look back at Destiny One, which is what you're trying to implement, everybody held on to that stuff anyway. I still have my black. I held my black hammer. I never deleted it. I held well, they my didn't have a collection. I never deleted it. They didn't have a collections back then. Exactly. So if you're going to implement this change, yeah. please, for the love of God, let me take my comic book, put it in my comic book collection, and then put it in my closet yeah. so that I know it's there and that I feel safe inside and happy with the yeah. decisions if, that I've made in the world of Destiny. If, you're, you're, if, if you just straight up make me have to delete it, I'm not going to delete it. 
That's yeah. how your players play the game. We're not going to get rid of stuff. We spend a thousand hours collecting. It's you true. have to that let us true. archive it in some special way. Yeah, because you're going then they're going to start creating an even bigger vault problem. So I know yeah. I give you crap a lot mm-hmm. about having a, a vault storage space, but uh, like it's 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 going to create that problem, right? Yeah. Like if you're going to retire a weapon or its weapon perks, you're going to effectively make that weapon useless. I, yeah, I and I'm, I'm not going to delete it because they said that they can bring weapons back or bring perks back if yeah. you know after that nine or fifteen months you were just saying. Um, I'm not going to delete that weapon because the current collection system doesn't let me pull yeah. my roll back. But if you let me store a specific roll in the collection so I can pull it out later, then we don't have a problem. Yeah, and they didn't even really say they're retiring them, right? They just said that they're going to have a max infusion level, and that's which my is an problem essential with retirement. It. But you can yeah. you can still pull those oh, weapons out sure. and use them in PvP yeah. where light level doesn't matter, stuff like that. It'll still be in the game, right? I, yeah, and I still have like launch armor that I won't delete because I have like the full iron banner set that's you know maxed out. It's mm-hmm. got it's masterwork, and I'm like, well, I'm not going to delete that. Yeah, like I still want to have that thing that I acquired. Yeah, they did. So you have to just. Seriously, if you don't give players a pl- safe place, why don't you want us to feel safe, Bungie? Why don't you want us to feel happy and safe and, and yummy inside? So that, like, we had all that time. We can put that in our collection. We can check it off of our checkmark box. We can connect our fours. I don't know, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Let me put it away in my safe, safe, safe place where all my old memories go and cherish but don't give me the He's option to hold it or delete it. If you give me the option to hold it, I'm going to hold it, and I'm going to stress about my vault space. Right. And I think on the other, yeah. the other, the other end of this is like, this is a way for them to get you to use new weapons. Yeah. Right. I think it's 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 Bungie's responsibility to make new weapons that entice me to want to use them in place of my old ones. Yeah. Taking them away to force me to use new weapons isn't an effective like route to take because it's like I don't want to. I don't want to use less interesting weapons because you want me to. That's like that's like a thousand percent against that play your way model that they've been talking about pre Shadow Keep, and it's that's and it, it even goes against the paragraph in Director's Cut where you're just talking about aspiration yeah. and giving you reasons to want to play. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, take like telling me you're going to take my gun away one time is not going to give me any sort of aspiration so, to yeah, taste these things. Again, they're not retiring it. They're just making a power cap. So yeah, the way exactly, I think still, that'll work exactly, is like yeah. quick play and trials will have completely different metas because yeah. one will have power enabled mm-hmm. and the other one's just going to be the Wild West. So I think you'll still see Telesto, which is probably on yeah, the which list of like getting yeah. retired and stuff but like it, that. But it still doesn't negate the fact that it's going against a play your way model. That's yeah. 100% them saying we want you to play our way. Just for endgame content. Yes, yeah, like. even, even no matter what version of the game you're, or mode or activity you're doing it's still them saying you're going to be playing this way because that's what we said even though we've told you we want you to play your way yeah it does it does suck to have certain things like i know you know uh thousand voices is probably going to be on the list of like retired weapons of well they, Actually, they said they they're not they said they're not doing it exotics yeah oh, not really? exotic not so a, your exotics are fine so telesto's gonna well telesto will live forever god like here. <laughs> they'll they'll say that Telesto is not returning in D three and somehow it'll so bug itself into the game. Yeah, so it's, it's fine. We, we don't have to worry about that. How did at that all. happen? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Who did this? <laughs> CJ. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, CJ, thank you for trials. We know it was you and you alone, and nobody helped you in any yeah. way. It was it was worth really uh, losing it. you on the show just so we could have trials back. <laughs> yeah, that's what happened. That's where CJ went. He went to the lighthouse to build trials for that's everybody. Right. That's right. Afterwards, uh, Brian. Any other? So I think the legendary gun thing uh and if you think this isn't going to be a problem go boot up destiny one and take a look in your vault yeah 
because that is exactly what they did in Destiny 1. And when I boot up Destiny 1 and look at my vault, guess what? I have about 50 things in the Postmaster. And my vault is full. And yeah. If you want to make a trading card game analogy, put trading in the game. Put mm-hmm. what? Trading. Yeah. Like Luke Smith went on a whole like two paragraphs about like like making an analogy to Magic the Gathering. And it's like, well, if you're gonna if you're gonna make the analogy of a trading card game, let me trade. I think trading yeah. would break destiny. Have you ever played ah, Borderlands? It, it won't it won't break I it. played Division. But the thing is, if you do an activity with other players in Division, you're allowed to say, "Hey, I got this drop. I don't need it. Would you like it?" Yeah, you can. So, and you have you have a you have a turnaround. You have a. Does that have to do the activity with you? Right, they have to do the activity with you. They can't do it alone and then give you the. Yeah, and you have like 20 hours or something like that to do the trade, and then it's not. It's like the same way in Diablo. And then once 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 the time window is gone, it's locked to your account, and you can't trade it. I think I think that's a good good method. In order to trade with somebody, you gotta meet them and make an agreement to trade. So yeah, and with Borderlands, this guy hasn't heard of the internet yet. He's never been on eBay. In Borderlands, it was broken because you can drop as many weapons as you want hard quit the game and then <laughs> come back and you still all of have that in your yeah. inventory and then everybody else can just pick up all of those weapons but since destiny I works think, on a server base i think that if you locally. can get a weapon from somebody who's completed an event like trials or a raid without doing the event yourself yeah. that's a problem i think if you do the event with them and you don't get the drop and then they give it to you that's totally fine yeah. that's just them like i don't see the harm in i don't see the harm in like you doing a raid 1000 voices drops for you and you don't have that weapon and then you're like, you know what? I'm feeling nice today. I want you to have this gun. Takes it out of your inventory, and now they have it. Yeah, I think that's fine. If they do the event with you. Yeah, if they've done the event with you. Because the RNG is still there. I think that's you know. a good compromise. I've ju- generally kind of just been, been uh, against trading just because it kind of... There's yeah, so I, I, I don't imagine. Yeah, I don't... I don't, I don't I, like, there's... There, obviously, you're, you're right. It would break the game if, like, if I, you know, had a thousand voices right and i'm like okay i'm gonna print up three copies of this and give it to everybody in the tower and you know, yeah. that, of course not don't do that or even if they didn't but, do that i mean people would be like selling copies of god rolls of weapons online. yeah, yeah, yeah there would yeah. be a whole bunch of and just, and that, i think that's how division handles that it's like they have to do the activity with you and you yep. have to, I think it's a good to you have to get the drop in the activity you can't just you know so i've played the division a long time do you know how many good. times i had to run to get anarchy Ooh, boy. With people, and then apparently the Luke Smith doesn't it. have it. Yeah, and then well, now, now the drop rates increase, so you can just you know do it on all three. Apparently, he still doesn't have it though. Who? But like Luke Smith. Oh yeah, he said I, it in the post. I'm surprised so, he just code himself to have so it. So as much as I've heard about the trading thing, though, it's fine in division, whatever. But thinking about D2, I wonder if something would be detracted from the loot game if you were able to just say, ah, oh, here you go. Like people would just have exotics much faster. And God rolls. Would they have it much faster though? Because like it, well, think it, about it, it requires it's, you to get that drop again, right? It's three chances of a week versus if you're running with a team of five, it's like and they all have it. Yeah. It just exponentially, well, not exponentially, yeah. but it drastically increases your chances of getting. Maybe, that maybe they weapon. just maybe they disable exotic trading. I don't know. There, 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 there's ways. There's but ways even to then, it, then it. there's god rolls. You could do a, uh, you, you know, you could do the farm of uh, spare rations, and then yeah, only like, one of you has to get it. And right, you know what I mean, yeah, if you have good friends you're playing with. Some other notes. Anyway. I don't know if you had anything on that one, Brian. Did you? Which tr- we were on weapon trading. Or, oh, no. Sorry, I didn't. Honestly, I didn't mean to spark a conversation about weapon trading. <laughs> no, we absolutely s- had to talk about it. That's a huge yeah. thing. I was gonna, episode. I was gonna, I was gonna just say that line and then walk away with it. <laughs> I don't, I don't think trading is ever gonna be in destiny. I, I didn't mean trading. I just meant the the weapon retiring. Oh yeah, yeah. That we were discussing. So a few other uh, just quick notes. Faction rallies are not returning, but some weapons and armor are. So is the armor okay? Some weapons are, and so is the armor. Yeah. Uh, 
That's fine. They said like nobody really did faction rallies. Honestly, like I don't, I don't, I'm not, I'm not upset that faction rallies are gone, but like I think they need to take a playbook out of what they did with trials, right? All right, we realized that trials in Destiny One was at its apex. Here it is again. Do that with factions, like yeah, factions. And again, this is free content we're Hmm? discussing. No, but I mean, like I'm talking about from Destiny One. You could pledge to a faction weekly. You get an exotic piece of gear. That part was cool. I missed my exotic mark. And they were just vendors, and you you ranked them up weekly, you know, just by doing any activity in the game. And the vendors are still there. The vendors are still there. Like, just give them bounties. Give them, put them back on a rotational vendor or, you know, weekly vendor uh, thing, and then just just rank them up like you did in Destiny 1. Can't buy Bright Engrams anymore. New Light experience is changing for the better. Apparently, it was pretty overwhelming for new players. I know that feel. Uh, The quest log is getting categorization. Yeah, uh, that's great. Like your exotics are going to have a spot and your regular bounties are going to have a spot. It, it, it's definitely a little confusing. Yeah. And that's that's really all I had for main notes and, and talking points. Uh, Brian. Yeah. What did you want to bring up today? Uh, I want to bring up injecting seasonal themes into core activities. So rather than moving rather than doing the one and done, the one you, and done. This is what you're just talking yeah. about the, yeah. the FOMO. Element. Which is which? I'm glad they were like directly calling out FOMO. I don't think Bungie had used those terms since this, you know, up until this point of the director's cut. But you know, he talks about like instead of just using like six player match made activities or just one and done events, like they want they want to inject seasonal themes into the core activities: Crucible, yeah. Gambit, Strikes, Smart, I like spaces that. and things like Smart, that. Which is strategy. great. Next season, it's happening, right? Probably, Probably not. not. <laughs> I think he's directly talking about year I think, four. I think, I think they're talking about year four. I think they're playing yeah. it out for the rest I th- of the year. I think you're right. And I also, like, I think a good uh, reference point was when that year the dawning, you could bring the snowballs into strikes. Do you remember that? And the whole the whole strike game was changed where there were, like, the snowballs everywhere and you yeah. had that thing that tracked how many kills you could all. You could, even, uh, you could even, like... Uh, I think it was only over Warlocks, but they could play the game in third person because of the snowballs. Yeah. If they activated their uh, Stormcaller super at the exact moment, at a certain moment before picking up the snowball, oh, that's awesome. you would be forever in third person. <laughs> but yeah, um, You can do that in D2. You can like activate your super, switch a weapon, and then you stay in first person. That's how I did some shots for like a So there idea. might be new mechanics in the old strikes or new enemy types if they're introducing like a new mob faction or yeah. something like that. What I, what I wanted to call like specifically from the injecting seasonal themes into core activities is especially strikes is like strikes haven't been in a great place since destiny one. Yeah. And I'm wary that when he talks about injecting seasonal themes into the core activities and especially in strikes, there's like, Oh yeah, here's like a new weapon at the end of the strike or here's a couple different enemies at the end of the strike. It's like, we kind of just also need more well, new strikes. They- and that just like just putting new enemies in the strikes isn't just an effective way or even reprising mm. them. That's um, a tough one, Brian, because you got to think tough, about for it. For sure. They, they like they hit a saturation point. Like how many strikes are there currently in the game? Yeah. 20. Yeah. Some. But they, but they grow. That, that might be but like that, that, yeah. that's an activity that just like I'm going to look it up. That, that activity kind of just grows stale when you're just doing those same strikes over and over and over and over and over again. Yeah. So it's just like just adding new guns and maybe like an, a different enemy faction into there isn't enough to like to breathe new life into me doing that same activity over and over and over again. What was different about D1? Because my recollection of D1 is exactly that, that it was yeah, it, it kinda, doing it, it the same kinda thing over and over again. Like but a, I did it anyway because they had the three Because points. they had the skeleton keys where you could go yeah, and, that too. And, you know, at the end of the life in Destiny. I think 1. Wikipedia is oh. counted as at 17. 17 strikes. Might be higher than I would have thought. I feel like I play the same four over and over again. This could be me like... Pyramid and... 
Pyramidian, dude. That yeah. one. Oh, my God. This Every garden me. world. Oh, yeah. Garden garden. World it could be me looking through rose-tinted glasses or nostalgia hitting me. But, like, I, I feel like strikes were released at a... They were more, more regular. More, they were more, like more regular right, with yeah. expansions. I know that with Shadowkeep, we got, like, one or two. And maybe with uh, uh, Forsaken, we got, like, two Brood or three. Hold. Um, but yeah, I would still like to see more of that coming because it's also just a great opportunity to introduce more lore into the game mm-hmm. without having to add crazy cutscenes or things like that. Yeah, I think they just mean like opportunities to build weapons and such. Yeah. Like you do specific strike 14, you know, number 14, and you get your recipe. You put it in your Easy Bake Oven and out pops an avalanche. Something like that. Does I anybody think else also think it's weird that we still do strikes where Kate is alive? A little bit. Yeah, well, a little bit. It kind maybe, of maybe, me maybe. Off. I'm like, oh yeah, like, he was in the game. I forgot. Yeah, the he, thing is, like, strikes are supposed to be self-contained. They're not like, yeah, they're not. They're not supposed to be like things that are happening all the time, like within the world, like chronologically. He unplugged that. We're not even Just using. Leave it, it. alone. Okay. Just leave it alone. We're not even that, using the that laptop. Is more likely to screw something up if you start plugging stuff in and out and it's ruining our feed. Yeah. Anyway, uh oh, <laughs> it's fine. Nothing happened. Thanks okay. a lot, Travis. Wow, we we'll have to start the show. <laughs> this over. episode is brought to you by Travis Northup, who broke it. Fire team chat is canceled. Yeah, uh, no, but I mean, like, you remember when Icora used to have daily bounties, and it was like you were meditating or whatever. So, like, I thought that was looking cool. back and trying to relive those experiences. I actually like that sort of narrative explanation. Yeah, I'm sure. A I don't lot. know why they had to take those away. I guess it, like they took away her. Did she had bounties, right? She did. She yeah, yeah I, I feel like I, why I they feel like they, nobody did them. I feel like one of the yeah. problems well, that the, the you would get your armor set, and then why would you do them again? Yeah, you're right. I yeah. feel like one of the problems they're thinking about that maybe we don't is like how many activities they're giving the every time they add an activity they break up the player base yeah, a little bit sure. more. And that's I think why they, yeah. they're trying to focus everything in. That's right. I mean, the, they, they've said like Destiny can't grow. Destiny two can't grow forever. Um, yeah. So unfortunately, yeah. That's all we had for this episode. Let us know what you thought about all of the news today in the comments below. Trials is back. We have this weapon gun shelf thing that was discussed. Uh, Luke Smith's thing is very robust. He goes over a ton of philosophies and ideas that's going on at Bungie. And taking a stance on this one, I think Bungie's doing a lot of good stuff right now. Mm -hmm. And I think the artifact thing needed to happen. And I think there might potentially be some misconceptions because some community members are really mad. About what? But like... They, they wanted the artifact thing. To they wanted yeah. the artifact power. And I'm just like, yeah, I'd rather just have a really solid experience personally. Me too. Yeah. So, I think power level should matter. One where we're going to agree to disagree. Yeah, but like, yeah. Power level should matter, but also <laughs> it, it, shouldn't, it shouldn't reward mindless grinding over skill. Yeah. And so think about this, yeah. though. Like, this does incentivize you to run the raid for those power bumps and mm-hmm. get those pinnacle drops to get yeah this is the first time the i feel like i'm gonna try to get to max power exactly. the actual max exactly yeah. so it has passive benefits also for yeah. the trials thing so anyway those are my thoughts on it what do you guys think let us know in the comments below that's it for this episode thank you so much for joining us until next time everybody guardians, Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. 
Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.